All right, we're back with the Own Your Eating podcast. We have Coach Mags. It's me and Mags. Jason, Mags. Hi. Meaning Roz isn't here. Roz is in the kitchen doing work, hopefully making some breakfast for us. And speaking of breakfast, the reason we're talking to Mags specifically is you just did an experiment with your body. That sounds a little a little crazy. It wasn't... You didn't like... Uh, become like the lizard woman. Like you didn't do this crazy experiment with your body. You basically went keto, which could be just, you're making a face because it could be just as crazy. It was a little crazy for me. So let's talk about it. Everybody and their uncle is doing keto these days. Correct. And I get the question a lot, whether it's at a CrossFit seminar or via email, text, whatever. Hey, I'm thinking about doing keto. And my first response is always, well, if you're doing keto, are you actually testing your ketones, meaning are you peeing on sticks, etc.? And the answer is usually no. So I'm like, cool, that's fine. You're probably restricting your carbs, but you're not keto. Correct. I want to learn more about that. But first and foremost, why did you decide to experiment? My why is specifically because I was having clients um, and individuals that wanted to either test keto themselves or had questions about it. And it was the only diet that I actually had not tested myself. So I've done vegan, plant-based, zone, paleo, the whole 30, low carb, you know, just different varieties of diets. Um, because I think it's important to have that feedback specifically for my clients except keto. And I think I was fighting keto a little bit. <laughs> Meaning you just didn't want to do it. Yeah. You knew it would be challenging. Um, I did know it was going to be a little challenging. I do like a higher fat diet. Um, so what are your current, what are your macros when you're not on keto? They're around, my fat's probably around 75, somewhere around there, maybe 70, um, depending on. Uh, then my carbs, 180, and then proteins, about 115, 110, somewhere around there. Yeah, so a little high in fat relative to the average person. Keep in mind, Mags is, what, 5'5", five, 5'6"? Five, 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 seven. Five, seven? Okay, so she's a little taller, but she's super lean, so her numbers are high because she's consistent. She's been doing this. And, well, let me ask you, before I ask more about you, why do you think most people think they should do keto? To lose weight. But they can lose weight doing macros. Correct. So there's some kind of um, propaganda, if you will. Mm -hmm. It's not propaganda. Like keto does work to lose weight, if done right. And we'll talk about that. But for some reason, it's become known as the diet to lose weight. Right. But you can also lose weight. Here's the thing that we're not considering. You can also lose weight going on a vegetarian diet, on a vegan diet. Um I think that you could also gain weight on a keto diet if you don't do it properly. And I think that's what happens with the vegan and vegetarian too, is that when you're not losing weight on those diets, it's most likely because you're what potato chips are vegetarian and vegan, right? Oh man. When I was vegetarian, you know, quote unquote, I didn't eat meat, but I ate a lot of garbage. Right. And it's the same with keto. Like people say I'm keto. I don't eat carbs, but that's not really keto. Just like that wasn't really vegetarianism. And we should probably talk about that at some point on another show, but we have good friends, Dan and Hadley, who are vegan, who are actually starting to eat some eggs. Correct. So I think it's important to listen to your body and learn 
to see what does work for your body. So the average person, because I agree, it's like, hey, I want to do keto. And if I follow up with why, the, you know, the initial why is always to lose weight. And then it becomes, you know, their deeper whys. But to lose weight and they think it's it's this kind of magic pill. Mm-hmm. You know, all these things we just discussed, it's like eating the right amount of food for your body, regardless of how you're classifying a keto, vegetarian, you can lose weight. So you decide to dive in. What were your numbers when you did keto? My initial numbers, actually, my fat was a lot lower. It was like a hundred and I think I wrote it down. It's in the, the blog. I can't remember. It was like 160 or 170 for fats. My protein went down a little bit to 90 grams. So you drop your proteins over double your fat. You over double my fat. And your carbs go down to? 25. 25. I mean... When I hear that, I think to myself, you're going to accidentally do that just from eating the protein and fat. Yeah. Uh, let me just explain, too, that a piece of gum is one gram of carb. Okay? Yeah, I mean... So, I mean, we're not even thinking... And I don't think people consider those things um, when they're first doing it. Well, funny story. I came in with a pack of gum. Our other friend and the owner of the box, Matt, was doing keto at the same time. And I had this delicious ice cube gum. And he probably <laughs> went through half of my pack. And um, and he was like, wait a sec, does this have carbs in it? And I was like, yeah, that's why you're loving it, because you haven't had sugar in, you know, three weeks. <laughs> and he was like chewing it up like it was candy. So yeah, you have to be aware. Yeah. So right away, what were some of the changes you had to make? Someone's like, okay, I'm going to do keto. Well, well, I'm going to take a step back. Where did you come up with those numbers? How did you determine? The, the carbs are pretty easy. Did you just change your protein and fat to hit about the same caloric intake you were hitting? I actually searched a lot of different apps because I knew that a lot of people had different experiences. But I also made sure because I didn't want to lose any weight. And I also wanted wanted to maintain. Okay, so I'm in this maintenance. What's your weight right now? Uh, Right now is 135. Right, so just for the listener, I mean, you can see Mags on our site. But she's very lean. So her numbers seem, your numbers are high for that weight, from consistency, from adding more food. But we wanted you wanted to make sure you didn't lose weight, so you kept your caloric intake at least the same. The same. I kept my caloric intake the same, and I ended up actually having to add because I ended up losing. I went. I dropped down. My lowest weight was 125. When so I started, no, when I started, <laughs> I put it back on after keto a little bit, but my starting weight was 132. Okay, so you lost seven pounds during... But, and people listening might say that's great, but we know better than that because we want to check your body composition and your performance. Correct. So if someone's listening, obviously they can work with a coach and you would be the one to talk to them about keto, but where did you come up with, well, if I wanted to eat, say, 2,000 calories, this is where my balance, carbs are easy, drop them down to 25. Mm How did you determine that balance of protein and fat? Um, The protein I took from... I kind of gauged off of the apps that I found and just like working with what they said. And they all recommended just a little bit under. And that's because proteins actually convert to carbs as well, right? So I think that's why I had to lower it in order for it to not or to not switch over or convert into the carbohydrate gotcha. um, range. So therefore, that's why. And then the fat was increased from there. The remaining portion of that was given to fat. That makes sense. So, so you start with this. 
day one, what were some of the food? I want to know what some of the food changes you had to make and immediate, and how long it took you to get into ketosis for the first time. It took me about four days to get into ketosis. Uh, officially, like I slowly saw my urine strips change color. Um, and, and for those listening, that means simply cutting your carbs out does not mean you're on keto. It took Mads doing it very strictly tracking four days. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of things people do to get there are fast, do like long, slow cardio just to burn off those carbohydrates that are existing in your cells. So it took you four days. Mm-hmm. And what were you doing with your nutrient? Like what's day one look like? And I mean, cause people listen, it's like, okay, that sounds cool. I can do that butter, oil, but at some point you need something to put butter and oil on or you're just eating butter and oil. Mm-hmm. So what did you do on the, those first few days? So the first few days I I had a bulletproof coffee in the morning. And That's I what I'm drinking right much, now. I yeah, like it, yeah. Pretty much fasted until about one or two, aside from the bulletproof. When you made your bulletproof, so I do one tablespoon of butter and only a teaspoon of MCT. Were you doing like the full deal? Tablespoon, tablespoon. So that's like... 30 grams of fat right off the rip and that's great it keeps you full if you're listening to this and you want to try it and i wrote a a post on bulletproof coffee be aware that can mess your stomach up Mm -hmm. that's a lot of fat to have right off the bat and by itself so you do your bulletproof coffee yep and then um after i would come home and i would have breakfast uh lunch i should say because it was more of my first meal um, and it was very limited carbs. So it would be things like salmon, uh, cream cheese, which I never had, or I typically stay away from dairy, but I added it back in, um, minimally, but because it was very hard for me to reach my fats. Right. Diet. That's a good balance of protein and fat. Mm-hmm. So rather than the whole push towards skim, you're going full, full fledged, fats. right? You need that fat. Cream cheese is a great one, high fat, but still getting some protein with the salmon. Mm-hmm. Sour and, cream. And that's a Jewish, you know, delicacy. It right? is? Oh, salmon and cream cheese. Come on. I didn't know it was Roz and I would be in New York next week. We're going to get, you know, I lox love, on a bagel. I love that. Yeah. I love bagel and lox. So that, like, there was actually items or meals that I loved. Like, I remember making a, um Alfredo chicken Ooh. and... Uh, zucchini noodles right not with the pasta right obviously. um and that was great and that was with a lot of additional like cheese and creams and stuff like that so it was very heavy but you had to also then change just your cooking methods mm-hmm. i mean when i was testing plant-based it was challenging because you're just accustomed to eating the same foods grabbing the deli turkey when i need protein versus cooking tempeh or seitan right so now you're having to do this whole over Hall of your refrigerator. Yeah, I don't think you take into take that into account either. It's preparation is going to be more as well. Yeah, because you know eating just simply tracking macros is a lot of throw this in the microwave, mm-hmm. where you're having to prepare and you probably learned and created meals that lasted multiple days yes. after a while. So on a one to ten, how much did you enjoy the food you were eating when it came to keto? And no sevens. <laughs> For me, it's going to be like a hard four. Because <laughs> you love fruit. I love fruit and I love vegetables. So it wasn't like you were missing cookies. No. You were missing just that taste of fruit and veggies. Yes. 
I remember the day I came off keto, the first thing I had was strawberries. I remember, yeah. I mean, and you must have had a dessert or two since then. Oh, of course. Do you have a glass of wine every once in a while? I do. I haven't had one in a, in a while since I was in Virginia, but yeah. So with that being said, you know, people listening, you lost weight. So keto works for weight loss, but the flip side to that is let's talk about your body composition and your performance. Oh, yes. What was what were some of the positives and what were some of the negatives? Did you see any positives? Um, so I did see different changes in my body when I took a photo, right? I, I looked more lean, okay? But I lost weight. Right. However, my muscle also decreased. So you, which is something we all work really hard for. <laughs> yeah, so I lost two pounds of muscle. Or actually, I think it was three gained one back. So out of seven pounds, almost 50% of it was muscle. Mm -hmm. So what sounded really good was not. Not for me. Now that's. I don't think anybody listening wants to purposely (laughs) lose muscle. No. Right. Um, And that could have been also because I had lowered my protein and Mm. things like that. That's why I actually increased my protein a little bit as well as um, at the second week. But I also lost energy. So my workouts were suffering. It was really hard for me to get through. I was getting lightheaded. Did you at any point, you know, people call that kind of this keto fog. Mm-hmm. At any point, did you improve that? Did it get better? It did. Uh, it got better after, I would say, the fourth or fifth day. So how many days did you do this all together? I did this for four weeks. Four weeks. So tw- let's call it 28 days. After you got into ketosis on that fourth day, did you stay in it? For the rest of the time? I fell out of ketosis twice. And I would say fell out like when I went on my urine strip. It was not as like you, there was a difference. So are you looking at just a color? And does that mm-hmm. color represent how many ketones? Yeah. So you could be in a state of like a lot of ketones in your urine or a state of moderate amounts. So what? What's, give us a reference. Like, What are you looking for? What's ideal ketones when you're in ketosis i was looking for the max which is what uh, i think it was like i don't think it was not maybe it was like 40 i forget I so explain I to the listeners what that really means is going on inside your body basically my bat my body is con- the liver is convert converting fat into energy and ketones represent the the front it's from the fat that's what's being made from the fat in order to provide your body with the energy. So it's a byproduct of the fat being converted to energy. So you're mm-hmm. saying, okay, I'm taking body fat and fueling my body for energy rather than carbohydrates, Correct. which most people do. And then the problem with that is we eat so many carbohydrates that you never get down to the point that you actually rely on body fat. Mm-hmm. So then the other benefit is, especially long distance, is you have more body fat. So you can roll, if you can dial into using it. Correct. It you know, can be a good source of energy. So my good friends, Shireen, Matt Chan, are also doing this. Mm-hmm. But Matt is preparing for, I think it's the Ledbetter, or it's like a crazy long bike ride. So he's doing this as well, but with a really important goal of being able to sustain energy for like days. Yeah. Which is, you know, like we've discussed, there are benefits. Long-term energy, mm-hmm. autism. Like if you have autism or a child with autism, uh, seizures, like... I don't knock keto in the sense that there are health benefits. I knock it when it's like the average person like you is doing it, you know, obviously for your reasons, but just to lose weight. There's better, smarter ways Mm -hmm. because, you know, we talked about your results. So 
what brought you out of ketosis? Because people listening, it's like, cool, once I do it, I'm, there are other factors involved, correct? So what brought you out on one of those occasions? One day, one week, I was, ext- it was the first week, actually. It was that Sunday night. I was extremely hungry. I had, you know, I was famished. I think it was because, and that's when I increased. So I ate over my protein. So you bumped out of ketosis by eating too much protein. Mm-hmm. So that's a great lesson there. People yeah. are just like, no carbs. I know. So I like, like, you were eating chicken and you're out of ketosis. I was like, I'm just going to have more steak because I need it and it's high fat and I'm starving. And then boom, I was out of ketosis. The next day I was out. Which is what I was suggesting earlier. It's like, if you're hungry, it's like, well, what's your alternative? If you need just fat, butter and oil. It's like, I did I did not want to have any more MCT or olive oil. I was so over it. Right. Yeah. I mean, maybe you could have peanut butter, but there's carbs in no, that yeah. and there's you know, protein in it. Um, so yeah, you, you, you need to be aware of that. My friend Keith was doing ketosis and you know, Keith works on seminar staff and he would do his best to eat well on the weekends, but he would even get bumped out from the not, lack of sleep. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even know that could do it. He was like, oh man, if I don't get, you know, at least seven hours, I'll wake up out of ketosis. And, and that might have happened to me. Because well, you, you because... never blew it once by going over carbs. Mm, maybe once. What did you I do? Would say, I would say I, I wanted to also test out alcohol. So I had alcohol once. But I had vodka. Yeah. Okay. And I thought that that would be okay. And, a, and the next day I was out of ketosis. In fairness, you drank eight shots of vodka. Yeah. No. How many? No, no, I had a martini. So you had one martini, <laughs> which is basically just what vodka and a little. Uh, and I put some dirty olive. Dirty olives. Right. So in you it. got olives in it. Dirty birdie. You know, yeah. Blue cheese stuffed olives. Oh man, that's that was my drink for a little while. By the way, <laughs> when I would be on way on weekends, me and my buddy Joey would get mar- dirty martinis. Sometimes uh, hot and dirty, like a little Tabasco Ooh, sauce in there. I've never had that. Oh, it's very good. But that bumped you out. That, well, I don't know if it was that or if maybe I was the feeling a you little had bit, <laughs> <laughs> I was feeling a little good after that. Um, and I had like keto, these keto cups, um, which is like essentially, by the way, you can't have chocolate. I mean, you can have cocoa nibs. Which, so that's what this was kind of like a brand and you see it a lot out there. Yeah. Bulletproof this and keto that. You have to be careful. You can't like, for example, there's different bars that are made out there that say this is keto friendly. Flip it over. I guarantee you it's going to say 17 grams of carbs. Good luck for the rest of the day because, you know. Right. That's good if that's the only carbs you're having for the day. And and then I think big picture, like, I think what's really important out of this whole experiment is Max is teaching us everyone is different. You have to listen to your body, Mm -hmm. whether it's adjusting your numbers to go up, whether you know, maybe some people listening can have a shot of vodka mm-hmm. and it's okay. But, well, first of all, where'd you get these strips? On Amazon? Yep. So you go on Amazon, get these strips. Big picture, would you recommend this to anyone and would you do it again? Big picture is, is that going into this, I had, you know, an expectation of not thinking it was the best diet for my clients and anybody that I was going to be working with to sustain and leaving this, I would say the same exact thing. However, I think that for, I think diet should be individualized as well. And so there are certain cases such as epilepsy, if there's any neurological conditions and things like that, that I might recommend this diet for somebody. 
Um, I have talked now to people that have done this diet in the past and they've lost weight. So maybe if you're somebody that has a lot of weight to lose and you're looking to lose a ton um, and you're very, very, very committed Which and is already it? like tracking doesn't seem stressful for you, then maybe this is the key. Right. But would you but, say if someone were overweight, they can have the same success with tracking? Yes. So it, it's really just preference at that point. Yeah. I think that pe- what happens is that people want that immediate large drop of weight. They want to see like 30 pounds come off right away. Um, you know, and I think that if they don't see that, they get frustrated and it's not moving fast enough. This kind of, I guess, fast for or, you know, sometimes can do that for you. But the way to do it is, first of all, it's very hard. And if, if you don't like tracking, good luck. And then afterwards, when you come out of it, if you have a slice of carrot cake, good luck not eating the entire thing. You just, yeah, at that I mean, point, you deprived yourself. Yes. And the stra- like strawberries, when I ate strawberries that first time, I think a tear came to <laughs> my eye. Right. And it's a strawberry. Not right? even not even cookies or cake. You know, so if people are doing it, the, the issue becomes what's your, say someone does want to lose a substantial amount of weight, mm-hmm. what's your plan once you've lost that weight or else you're going to gain it back? Right. Where macros is sustainable. Exactly. And again, what Mags has said numerous times is you still have to track. So if you're just saying you're keto, granted you can pee on a stick every morning and kind of figure it out, mm-hmm. you would, you're kind of, you're being risky versus knowing exactly what you ate. Mm-hmm. And you can be keto and gain weight by probably eating too much fat. Yeah. Like you can stay in ketosis but still maintain weight if you're just supplying too much fat to your body. So you have to be aware of what you're taking in. And most importantly, you know, like we've suggested, you have peanut butter. There are carbs in every food you're eating. Yeah. Cheese. I mean, there's really – unless you're eating – spoonfuls of mayonnaise and olive oil and you know right so you have to debunk that it's just this not eat carbs like yeah because the idea of peanut butter and cheese only sounds actually appealing to me like i could do that <laughs> but you'd be out of, you wouldn't be in ketosis doing that no so any any last pieces of feedback or advice for people listening i think you have to find you know what works for you as best as you can but just know that this diet's not easy. It wasn't easy for me. And I mean, I typically can stay pretty committed to the process. Um, In fairness, you stayed committed. Yes. So don't, I mean, you did it, which is great. I mean, we got to give you kudos for that. I struggled when it was plant-based for 28 days. Like I had bacon, you know, so it's like, it's hard. You didn't make it? I did not make it the full 20. (laughs) I definitely watched how much meat I had, but it's, you know, kudos to you for actually Starting it and sticking with it, especially going through that fog and, and feeling you're, you know, losing muscle. You stuck with it, which is important as a coach. It was mentally defeating. Oh, yeah. And we, you know, we saw it at the box and yeah. can tell when you were tired. But I think it's good advice. And I wouldn't want a coach that wasn't willing to test it myself. So it's really, if you're listening and you did want to test it, Mags isn't saying don't do it, but talk to someone and she can help set you up. Yeah, definitely get, you know, if you have a coach, even if you want to do it, I would recommend it would have been nice for me to have somebody there to, you know, help me along the way as well. So what's the, what was the last question? What was the first carb? I think you said it was strawberries. Was that it? 
was the first carb you had? Strawberries. Um, yeah, it was definitely strawberries. Were you craving it the last couple of days, just looking forward to it? Anything, yeah. But that was just what I had available. I, it would have been anything. Yeah, you <laughs> just point. needed... But it was like fruits... And it wasn't like, you know, bananas and things like that. It was like strawberries, blackberries, and then vegetables. Like, I just couldn't wait to get back to, like, a lot of vegetables. Yeah, so I think, you know, people losing weight for more for many people is the healthier alternative. But at the same time, not eating fruits and vegetables is not healthy either. Right. But if you had a substantial amount, of, it's the same thing I tell people with macros. Like, if you lose 30 pounds and you do it by eating Cinnamon Toast Crunch... Your doctor's not going to be upset with you. He's going to be like, great, you lost weight. Mm -hmm. But now what's your plan after? Mm -hmm. And that's the trouble with this. So awesome job, Mags. Thank you. I'm, I'm proud of you and impressed that you made it. And if you're interested, hit us up and we'll put you in touch with Mags. And, and you can start your keto journey and, and, and see what it does for you. So thanks a lot. Thank you. Enjoy your coffee. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the show. Hope that helps. We get so many questions on keto and whether it's right for them, whether they should do it. It's great that Coach Mags spent the time, effort, and energy testing on herself. Any good coach should be willing to do that. So thanks again, Coach Mags. We appreciate you spending those 28 days doing keto and also coming on the show and chatting with us. If you have questions about it, of course, reach out to us, contact at ownyoureating.com. We'd love to help you. Have a great rest of your day or rest of your weekend whenever you're listening to this show. We look forward to hearing from you, and we'll be back next week on the Own Your Eating podcast.